All right, welcome back to Living Electric. We are uh, we were debating before the show on what to talk about of how we've been living the electric life recently, but we could not think of anything that we've really done <laughs> recently, which sounds bad, I guess, doesn't it? It does sound bad. <laughs> but um, we're just trying to get through the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're going to push it back off to you. If you want to just shout us out on social media or something like that, tell us about some EV excursion or uh, trip you've taken some way that you've, you've lived the electric life recently. We'd love to hear about it. And we'll maybe, maybe share some on the next episode if we get some good ones. Definitely. Yeah. And, and we'll, we'll both try harder for uh, next time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try yeah. harder. Put some more effort forth. Yeah, I was yeah. racking my brain. I'm like, I honestly, because we did we we did the last recording with Matt with Chargeway, so definitely check mm -hmm. out that episode if you haven't. Um, and yeah, I don't think I've really taken any trips or done anything too exciting besides sit around at home. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm continuing my heat pump research, um, and I started looking into solar panels. Uh, so but we there did hang go. up LED holiday lights. So, I mean, I guess that's living, Are you living blinding? something. Are you blinding everybody with those? There's like a lot of backlash <laughs> about the LED lights, isn't there? Uh, oh, no, I haven't seen any articles about that. Oh, really? That. This year yeah. there is? Well, just in general, because people are saying the LED holiday lights are too bright. Like they don't have the nice warm glow that like normal, like the old holiday lights did. Well, so. Okay, well, I, I will say this is the first year that we have a real Christmas tree, like, you know, like a real, uh, fr I, I, I forget what kind of tree it is exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a Christmas tree. Yeah, it's a, it's a holiday tree. <laughs> and the other night, um, we fell asleep with the lights on, which, yeah. you're, you know, how that's like a big fire hazard. Um, yeah. So I came downstairs, I was like, Oh, my God, you know, we could have died. And I was like, Oh, wait, these are LEDs. So I mean, we're winning. Sorry for the people who want, you know, softer lights but at least my tree's not on fire <laughs> so <laughs> i meant more the ones i thought you meant the ones outside like the, oh, the outdoor no, yes yeah, oh yeah all of our lights are leds I, okay. i'm sorry i the yeah. reason i rolled my eyes if you're watching this on youtube is because <laughs> leds save you money and it's like i understand they're bright you know and it can be annoying to people but yeah. i'd much rather save money than have softer lights yeah so well, the thing is, they can make LED lights that have like a softer glow to yeah. them, like, or you just put a diffuser on them. Like, I'm using like this is a this big orb thing right here in front of me is an LED light, <laughs> and it's got this big like soft box over it. So there's yeah. ways to soften it. I'm surprised there aren't more like holiday lights with just better diffusers or whatever on them so something. I don't know. Yeah, and, and plus, like a lot of lights now, you can dim them too, even if they are LEDs. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, I got fired up. This was not expected <laughs> in the first 10 minutes of this Very episode. controversial uh, holiday light episode. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, so. I guess I didn't realize how passionate I was about LED lighting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I've seen more and more even like on, on vehicle lights, people do not like the new oh. LED lights on cars because they're too bright. Mm -hmm. But my the thing I always go back to is like, yes, they're bright, but the reason people are getting blinded is because we've got these giant cars now where the lights are like at your windshield level if you're in a smaller car. So it's going right in your windshield instead of like your back bumper. So mm -hmm. I think that's more part of the problem than the actual lights. <laughs> Honestly, oh, yes. everybody's yeah. driving big trucks and SUVs. They aren't driving small cars anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. 
No, I, I totally agree on that on that standpoint. I do love a good LED headlight, but I think yeah. my my gripe is a lot of the manufacturers are doing reflector LED headlights, and the beam isn't quite as concentrated as like a projector mm. style LED. So yeah. you know, like like the the newer Model Threes have like the Matrix projector. Right. When we had ours, it was a bit more focused than like the ones that just have the reflector headlamps. Right. So, I don't know, but yeah, for me, I always get like dazed uh, from like the big SUVs with the bright oh, headlights, yeah. you know, it's bad. Yeah. But, but holiday lights, leave those alone. Let those be LEDs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping more, I'm hoping more headlights. Uh, I hope they finally allow it in the U S the like matrix style headlights oh, that actually yeah. block out light where other cars are. That's really where the future of lighting in cars, I think, is going. Where uh, oh, for sure. <laughs> you're just blocking out like that that strip of light wherever there's a, a car coming. That's that really makes the most sense, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Shout out to Audi and all the technology that they've developed. Right. It's amazing yeah. <laughs> that they can only use in Europe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Come on, America. Yeah. <laughs> so stop getting but... angry over LED holiday lights. Let's get <laughs> Matrix headlights. <laughs> right. I'm off my soapbox because we have a really exciting topic to talk about today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of large vehicles, <laughs> um, Tesla last. It's a we're a week out now, right? It was last Thursday. Tesla you know, did there. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because I felt like I was so excited for last Thursday. And then I just yeah. was like, wow, that's already a week ago. Like, yeah. 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 So last week. Yeah. Last Thursday, Tesla did their delivery event for the Cybertruck. And I think both of us were a little underwhelmed with the event in general. I think it left a lot to be desired. We really just saw a bunch of vehicles be handed off, but nothing else really <laughs> yeah yeah like the, you know they, there was besides the terrible lighting of the event which i find it funny <laughs> elon's brother like called him out during the event like can we turn on a light <laughs> oh is that right that i first... must have missed that yeah. yeah yeah because like elon goes oh yeah that's that's my brother and i missed it too until my friend andrew texted me and i was just like oh that's my god funny. that's hilarious because you know i was like texting a bunch of people about their poor lighting but um yeah i the event, like I get it, you know, you really only have like a short amount of time before like, you know, the event's over. But right. There's so many details that they should have covered that I think yeah. were, were pretty missed. Like we knew it was fast, you know, we knew right. that it could tow, you know, but like, let's talk about the other tech features that were yeah. unveiled after the event. So Right, right. Yeah. Events like this, I at least from the business side, I feel like Apple does a good job of this. I think a lot like basically every tech company now, Amazon, Facebook, you name it, anytime they're releasing a new product, they do a very careful job of controlling the narrative around that product. So they do their event, they say what they want about that, that product, they do a whole press release with here's what we want people to talk about, here's the details about it. I feel like Tesla did none of that. I know they gave out some cyber trucks to some different social media people. I know like MKBHD got to test it out. Sandy Monroe got one. There was a few other. Mm -hmm. What was that other video you sent me that was like just impeccably shot? I can't remember the oh, name of that. Creator. Uh, the Haggerty's video, Jason Camisa. Yeah. So they yeah. got one as well, I believe. Right. So yeah. Yeah. He had it for three days. Um, That's so awesome. I'm assuming Mark has had his for a few days too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But which like, is even, great. Even those videos. We learned more than we did during that entire delivery event. <laughs> yeah. And and I think that's 
that's good and bad. Like I, I understand the influencer marketing. That's definitely the route a lot of things are going because people tend to trust content creators more than just a company even. Like if they're like, mm -hmm. oh, this person I follow and like I'm pretty familiar with is saying this about it, like that must be true. So there's a little bit of trust built up there. But yeah, just I, I wish kind of more for the, there's a lot of people that get their news that way through creators and stuff like that. But then there's this whole other side and arguably a bigger percentage of the public gets their information through traditional news outlets, through official press releases, through like the official Tesla event. That's where they would kind of get their news. So when CNN or The Verge or like even a lot of these tech companies are following something like this, they're getting their information direct from that. So that I think was a big miss from Tesla of just like, there's so many cool features we'll get into here that they clearly could have marketed better. Be like, this truck is going to be amazing for these kind of people. It's got these kind of specs, like not even comparing to other trucks on the market, but just show how it's different, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And, and besides the fact that it looks obviously different than anything on the road at the right. moment. Yeah. Right. No, I, I agree. Well, I, I think maybe before we start, start talking about like the, you know, what was unveiled and like what has been confirmed for production, um, I kind of want to take a step back to 2019 when they first yeah. unveiled the yep. Cybertruck concept. Um, so what were your thoughts back then compared to now, like in terms of like how the final design has come together? Yeah, I think it, it largely, I think is still embodying that same design i think tesla does a relatively good job of keeping a lot of the same just feel of the prototype to the finished design i think they did a pretty good job of that with the model 3 um cybertruck obviously there's certainly some tweaks there i mean with every prototype you always get the like oh it's got no windshield wipers it's got no side cameras just like all of this stuff that is necessary on a production car still in 2023 that you just can't get away from, from a design aspect, but it just doesn't have that wow factor if you put that in a prototype. So mm -hmm. that's maybe some of the things I feel like I was a little bit un underwhelmed with. Um, but overall, I think they did a, the necessary tweaks, if you will, to make this a production vehicle. Um, the biggest thing though, and I'll, I'm curious your thoughts on this, is the the giant wiper is probably the <laughs> weirdest like thing I just can't get over yet. Like that might be something I throw in the truck and in the trunk, unless it's raining or something. <laughs> like I just completely remove just rip it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's sunny. Remove this. It's my emergency, my emergency wiper. It's in the trunk. <laughs> so that's hilarious. Yeah. I, well, I, I know that supposedly Tesla was like working on like a laser windshield or something yeah. like that for the right. cyber truck. And right. obviously that didn't make it into production yet um yeah you know i know tesla's big to say you know like a lot of aspirations and you know they they work on a lot of innovative stuff but if it makes it into production you know eventually i'm sure we'll we'll see i don't know yeah um yeah. you know tesla's track records for certain things but um i i mean i i'm still pretty impressed by the cyber truck i i still want to hold judgment until i actually see one in person um right. i've been hunting down the one that's been seen around columbus <laughs> every time we go out like tyler's talking to me and i'm literally looking out the Just window like looking, where's that yeah. cyber truck literally like not even well paying attention but you know still looking for that but um yeah. supposedly it's it's about five percent smaller than what the concept was um and it's yeah. a little shorter than the f-150 lightning so like that gives me an idea of what the the size dimensions are 
Um, I I think the biggest surprise and, you know, I don't want to say it's much as a surprise as, you know, the economy, you know, what's happened to it over the last few years is the the starting price. I know a lot of people were shocked to see which is how expensive the cyber truck has become. I understand that's kind of the whole truck market in general. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, that was one of the biggest surprises to me is that they, there, there wasn't even a cheaper option announced. Um, you know, I know they're working on the base rear wheel drive, but who knows, you know, who knows where, where the price can go. Um, right. But I still really like it. I mean, I hated it when it first was unveiled back in 2019. <laughs> I was like, this yeah. is not the Tesla I worked for. And then right. it grew on me and, you know, stuff like that. But I, yeah. I give them, I give Tesla props. I mean, their engineers are incredible. Um, right. So good, good on them for actually delivering this truck. <laughs> yeah. That's big. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So starting price, just to kind of read off some stats here. So starting price for the rear wheel drive uh, trim of the Cybertruck starts at 60990 So just under 61000 uh, 250 mile range, six and a half seconds, zero to 60. And that likely isn't going to deliver for another year and a half. So they said available mm-hmm. in 2025 here. So yeah, 61000 for a 250 mile range truck. I think looking at uh, especially the Lightning, I think I'd I'd take a Lightning at that uh, <laughs> way below that price for around that same range. So oh for sure. Um, All wheel drive trim starts at just under eighty thousand seventy nine thousand nine ninety. Uh, delivery starting next year, three hundred forty mile range, four point one seconds zero to sixty. Uh, 11,000 pounds towing capacity, 600 horsepower. So a little bit more. I think that's like a lot of the Tesla vehicles. I think that's going to be one of the more popular trims is just the all wheel drive. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you're getting that huge bump in range. I mean, you're getting 90 more miles in the all wheel drive trim versus the base trim. So, yeah. um, Yeah. But yeah, comparing that to like the, the Rivian, that feels like the, uh, the clear comparison, especially with that all-wheel drive trim there. So. For sure. Yeah. I I, I mean, it, it's kind of a tough sell. I mean, I'm not obviously in the market right now for an electric right. pickup truck as much as right. I would like to pretend I am. Yeah. Um, but but it's it's tough because, you know, like Rivian, like I, I know there was an article out recently with the EPA data for the Cybertruck versus like the Rivian for their testing. And the um, the Rivian R1T was um, significantly more efficient in terms of mm-hmm. its its driving compared to the Cybertruck, right? Right. Um, which actually surprised me because I'm like the Cybertruck is literally a wedge. Like, yeah. I, I I mean, like I'm not you know I'm not an engineer you know, and I and I'm not you know that knowledgeable about like how aerodynamics work for certain objects. But I'm like just the I eye test, that, like yeah, just looking at it, it's a wedge. Right. But right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost wondering if the ground clearance plays into that too. Like if it sits Probably. up higher, I don't, there, yeah, there's a lot of factors that go into it. So mm-hmm. I found that odd yeah. too, that the Rivian is more efficient because um, Tesla's historically just been so good with efficiency. So yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. And it could be the tires too. I mean, depending on like yeah. the size, I know, I know for the higher trims, the Cybertruck has 35 inch wheels. So, yeah. I mean, that's much bigger than I think anything that Rivian offers. I know they offer some right. all-terrain tires, but I don't know the sizes. Um, right. Right. So obviously that impacts that. Yeah. And then the top trim here, we got the Cyber Beast at just under a hundred K. 
320 mile range, 2.6 second, zero to 60. I think that's the fastest or quickest uh, electric truck on the market. It's got to be. Is mm-hmm. is Rivian underneath that, or I think, I think Rivian's around shy. three. Yeah, I think it's around three, three and a half uh, yeah. seconds. So, so still though, no. like, do you really need to go that quick? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Depends how fast you need to get somewhere. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, but then, yeah, same towing capacity, a little bit more torque. Um, I'm not a huge truck guy, so I don't really know if that is a huge advantage going up to that. I feel like just pure towing capacity is a little bit more important, but yeah, I, I think the torque is good for, you know, getting started with, with towing an item, like an object. So yeah, the, the more torque, the better, Um, but I don't necessarily, I've never actually towed anything. So I don't know how the difference would feel between 7,400 pounds feet of torque versus, you know, almost 11,000 or, you know, around 12 or, you know, 10,000. So, yeah, I, I don't know exactly how that would differ. <laughs> right. So, um, but yeah, there's the trims there. I mean, looking at just the, they have like kind of the detailed specs here, which is probably shown a little bit more. So yeah, the real wheel drive, we honestly don't have a ton of information on. I guess we do have the towing mm-hmm. there at 7,500 pounds. Uh, this is likely going to be similar to the like, standard range plus that we've gotten with a lot of the other tesla vehicles where it's like as stripped down as possible but they can still sell a vehicle so if you want just the cheapest possible this is the one to get um Mm -hmm. but then i have a feeling most people are still going to go if you're spending that much i think on a truck you probably want to get a little bit more with it um compared to some other stuff so but yeah I'm trying to think of any like big specs that stick out here. I think the biggest one was the the supercharging. I know we uh, thought potentially that the Cybertruck was going to charge faster, but mm-hmm. it seems that they're still sticking with that 250 kilowatt max. We don't have any idea on uh, is do we know battery voltage yet? Wasn't that a rumor too that it might be I, an 800 volt platform? It is an 800 volt platform. Okay, so gotcha. my. My hunch is that they're they're just saying 250 as a placeholder yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, I think it. I think until there's more information about V4 supercharging and what those are capable of, because I've seen mm-hmm. I've seen rumors that that's you know Cybertruck's going to max out at 350. Maybe it might be more. You know, we don't know yet. But I, right. I think that's more of a placeholder at the moment. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but so. I did see that too, and I was like, huh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. Um the the one spec that really kind of concerned me was the the range extender i mean just my initial (laughs) thoughts i was concerned because i'm like well what is a range extender there's no way tesla is going to be using gas yeah so um obviously that's historically what other vehicles have done right like the bmw i3 had the range extender that was like a little gas generator (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah a little motorcycle engine Mm -hmm. yeah they um you know, obviously they've confirmed exactly what that is. That's a, a an additional battery pack that you can have installed in the truck bed um, that will give you additional range. Um, right. A lot of people are kind of wondering why they didn't just like engineer a different battery pack. But I, I do want to say I do give Tesla um, credit for not putting a over 200 kilowatt hour battery pack into this truck. Yeah. Um, and actually kept it a low, and I actually think a pretty fair amount. I mean, it maxes out yeah. at 123 kilowatt hours. Right. So I think that's 
reasonable. I mean, that way you're not sitting at a charger for hours at a time, depending on like, you know, the power output. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that's just my personal opinion. I, I think I no. respect Tesla for not jamming a massive battery into this. No, that's a good point, actually. I didn't think about that perspective because you're, yeah, to your point, there's like a Hummer out there. You can get ridiculous giant battery in it, but how often do you actually use that? So that option then is at least available for the people that want that, but it's there is some barrier to entry there where it's going to cost more. It's going to take up space in your bed. It's a little bit more like kind of a premier product, if you will. So, but yeah, sure. it's, it's it's odd that they didn't maybe just make like it probably would have complicated things making like six trims. But doesn't Rivian do the regular pack and the max pack? Like they have two separate battery packs you can choose from. So yeah. Yeah, they that have a, I feel like might have been a better route to go than just the the range extender. Let me is it on the on the page here? I I don't know if it's under the vehicle accessories yet. I think it. I know it's on the Cybertruck's page. I don't think they have a product page for it yet. Wheels and tires. Yeah, it's model. I almost feel like it would be at the top. Yeah. Feature. Yeah, this is this is gonna be a long episode. There's a lot to talk about here. <laughs> yeah, the other thing, while I'm looking for that, the other thing I was a little disappointed about was this deal here. Is they like that was maybe one of my disappointments from the prototype too. Instead of having the bed and ramp thing that folds out, they just it seems that they just got rid of it. Like they don't have mm -hmm. any ramp coming out of it now. You've got to buy these extra things here. So yeah, that's that yeah. part was a little disappointing too. Yeah, I, I know for a lot of people that was pretty disappointing to see. Um, you, you know, I, I do want to just do a disclaimer. I'm not a truck person. Like, I, I, I don't hate trucks, but I don't have a lot of personal experience with them. So, like, yeah. a lot of my <laughs> comments are coming from, like, you know, like a tech perspective. Just, uh, yeah, and, I'm the same yeah. way. Um, but, yeah, I, I know just, like, compared to, like, the Lightning, and, you know, you've had experience with the Lightning, too. Like, you know, the... Yeah. the um, I'm drawing a blank because it's late on our end. Um, <laughs> you know, when you open the trunk or the truck bed, you have the ability to pull out that handle as well as that like footrest yeah. um, for the tailgate. There we go. The tailgate. That's the word. Um, so, you know, they, they you have that um, ability with the lightning, but with the Cybertruck, you really don't have that. Um, you don't even have a powered, um, a power uh, tailgate either compared to some other trucks yeah. as well so i know right. i know a lot of people pointed that out for me I, I mean that's not the biggest deal but i know when yeah. you're cross shopping trucks you know might be something yeah. to be considerable considering so right i'm trying but, to um, find this range extender deal here i think it might just it be on the it the should be on the, on the product page itself i think it's towards the bottom Somewhere. There we go. Okay. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> this is us not being prepared. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're always prepared. <laughs> oh, no. It went away. Oh, there no. We <laughs> We're not prepared. <laughs> yeah. So it says go even further with a range extender installed into Cybertruck's bed, offering 470 miles plus miles estimated of total range, sold and installed separately. So. Yeah, the other part, I, and I understand the backlash from some of the people, is that this is taking up, I mean, nearly half of your bed in the back of your truck here. So you're instantly <laughs> losing 
all this extra space just to go farther. So I think that would really be more important if you are planning to tow with this vehicle regularly. That's really when you need the extra range. Mm-hmm. I think if you're just throwing kind of your normal your normal stuff in the bed, I don't think this is necessary for most people, honestly. For sure. Yeah. And, so. and that's where a lot of people were like asking, well, is it removable? Like, can you, yeah. you know, install it yourself? But obviously it looks like you need to have it installed at a showroom. Yeah. Installed separately. Center. That seems like something that's more permanent <laughs> if it's <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> actually installed, not just placed, <laughs> placed in there. Yeah. I did see that it costs about fifteen to $16,000 for the extended battery. So that seems to be the case. Yeah. I was looking at some articles here and it looks like the, uh, yeah, just in the source 16. code, it looks like it's around sixteen thousand. So we'll see if it's uh, if it's around there or what the what the deal is. But interesting product. I guess we'll kind of see what happens there, what options are available with it. For sure. But yeah, I just I'm glad they clarified that pretty quickly with what that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But any other features here? that stuck out to you or do you want to look at some of the uh some of the accessories and stuff yeah so well the the one feature i i do want to bring up just because my my tweet i what do you even call a tweet a tweet anymore an x post and is that what, is that it what is they now? call it i think it's just called a post now is like the correct I, term but yeah. i i'm old school i yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can you'll call see me at that holiday. I think people people know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, cool. I was going to see you catch me at that holiday light rally. Um, but uh, yeah, so <laughs> sorry, I had to circle back to that. But the the one thing that really excited me, um, and I was really happy to see my my post, my tweet do so well, um, was with our universal wall connector. Finding out that it has the ability to power share. Um, so not not in the sense like I understand, you know, with the sense if you have multiple wall connectors, uh, you know, you can split the amperage between vehicles like charging. But I didn't realize with the Cybertruck, it can actually power our house with our uh, universal wall connector. Obviously, you know, I know we need to have more other, you know, other things installed in our house in order to do that. But yeah. our wall connector is capable of that. Um, and that that wasn't a selling feature for me. Um it just turned out that it had that ability. So yeah, is that is that actually confirmed, or do you have an old model that doesn't have that, I, or is that what you're I, trying to figure out? Is see if it actually. Still, yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out. I've contacted Tesla and I haven't heard anything back mm-hmm. from them. But like, I I just keep thinking that if they've spent the time engineering this and they didn't start delivering the product until October, like late October, and then they announced the Cybertruck in this feature. Yeah. Why would they only deliver a handful of them that didn't have this? Um, so, you know, obviously mine doesn't have that little lightning bolt label towards the right. bottom. But when yeah. you look at when you look at the PowerShare website for Tesla, all it says is universal wall connector. There's hmm. no defining, you know, information. So, yeah. Um, what is the crossed? Do you know the like part number? of your wall connector because that's the only thing i can think of is if you can find this part number and compare it to the part number you have if it's the same then i expect that it has power share they just didn't advertise it Um, do you work for tesla (laughs) no (laughs) no i actually i'd even think about looking at the part number i i'll have to figure out where to find that yeah Um, 
I'll look around. I won't take everybody's time on the podcast here going on a whole <laughs> long tangent, but yeah. Um, I did want to look up the, is the PowerShare page on here? Uh, it's just a uh, tussle.com forward slash PowerShare. Okay. I have memorized that website trying to figure yeah. out this information. Um, but I, I'm pretty excited about this because, oh, you know, I oh, type. power yeah. hair. That's a different thing. <laughs> That's a fast really strong bunny. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dang it, Brandon. <laughs> we can't have the same jokes. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we got to record in person. Oh. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I, I just, I, I think it's, it's really fascinating to me that like, obviously I know you have to get things installed in your house in order to power it from your vehicle, like vehicle to grid yeah. or vehicle to home or, you know, something like that. Um, but I was, I was cross shopping and this is no hit at, hit at Ford's system because their charger is a lot more powerful than our universal wall connector is. Yeah. But the price difference in terms of the different chargers is, is pretty big. Obviously, you know, I know the specs are, are pretty different right um but like the the cool thing is is that like i i feel like the cyber truck and a lot of people are comparing this is essentially a big power wall at that yeah point. um so which excites me because you know we're looking into like better home energy and management and stuff right. like that so right to put a piece of that puzzle in without even meaning to that's what mm -hmm. i'm like i'm hyped that's I'm pretty really cool. hyped about it so right <laughs> but um is uh what was i gonna say the I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> no. I'm usually good at recovering there. It was something power share related. Um, oh, I, how much does the Ford? Is it the Ford Home Station? I think is what it's called. I uh, I think it's a Ford Pro. I don't know, like the Station I know it's Pro part of their or something. Pro line. Yeah. yeah. How yeah, much I don't does know that the, cost compared to uh, the... over a thousand dollars? Seriously, the last I saw. Yeah, but wow. but you have to remember it is also an 80 amp charger too. So like it's. Uh, yeah, a lot but... more powerful compared to the universal wall connector. Um, yeah, give or take. But right. um, I, I was just like, that's why, like, I'm I'm really trying hard to figure out this information because I don't know. I'm like, I did something right by buying this charger. That's like yeah. how I feel about it. Right. Um, it's hard. The to other thing I've seen some people talking about is like if they have free supercharging, getting a Cybertruck, and then supercharging with it and then powering their house with their cyber truck that was been supercharged <laughs> which i theoretically could do because i have a lot of supercharger miles so you could i'll just you drive could. around to your house and and plug it in and for your electric for for till i run out <laughs> you're like the the robin hood of uh electric vehicles <laughs> that's right don't let sign the utilities up here. sign up for a time and i'll swing by the house and plug in for a bit perfect <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hilarious <laughs> but yeah i was but, i was excited to see that kind of formally announced i really hope they bring this to other tesla vehicles because this is just mm -hmm. such a such a selling feature for evs that this can be a very versatile vehicle i think we talked like that's a huge selling point of a lot of vehicles now is like oh this is the do-it-all crossover or whatever and it's like, is it really? Like, I mean, it can still really only drive you places. That's about it. So <laughs> EVs yeah. have this whole other layer of energy and like being a backup battery and even like being an asset to the grid and kind of leveling some things out there. Like there's just so much more with EVs than there is with traditional vehicles. 
For sure. Yeah. And, and I think, I think a lot of people overlook that feature mm-hmm. when it comes to, to what an electric vehicle is. I, yeah, you hit it right on the head. A lot of people still think it's a car, but there's still so much potential with like what it can do for your house and energy right. management. Right. Um, I, I give it, I'm going to say six months before Tesla announces this, at least starting with the S and the X, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm curious to see like if the, the three and the Y will get it, but I think like I feel like it's going to be similar to what the Kia products can do at the moment where it can yeah. power like appliances and, you know, that's all like I would that. need. Honestly, I think the, the other thing that I think they got rid of in the cyber truck is all the cigarette lighter outlets, little 12 volt, like plugs oh. in the cars. They don't have any of those in here. They only have USB-C and they have regular 120 volt outlets. So they have none of the 12 volt, stuff in here because they completely switched off of that voltage even so everything in the car is running off 48 volts so that's a that's a big uh big welcome change i think for a car in 2023 (laughs) it's just getting rid of uh, just (laughs) use the ports that everybody is using now everything's USB-C for the most part everything can also plug into the wall like that's really the only outlets we're using now so it makes a lot of sense honestly yeah yeah, it's a, it's funny. I did, I mean, that wasn't even a thought. Um, speaking of forty eight volt architecture, um, I'm I'm pretty excited about this. I mean, I really hope that um, that the majority of the industry starts following along. Uh, I right. know Audi and uh, some other manufacturers have done it way before Tesla has, but I think it's only a matter of time before we start seeing that because there's yeah. so many EVs that run into. Well, this is a foreshadow for next week's episode. You know bad 12 volt batteries you know yeah. where, where they die a <laughs> yeah. lot <laughs> right right so um I, I just think it makes sense like especially since the vehicle's so heavy on tech mm-hmm. let's just start switching to 48 and that's easier said than done i'm sure but yeah um yeah let's just what does i need to probably look into this this is probably an easy answer i could google but what is it running off of then does it still have a small little 48 8 volt battery in it that's lithium ion or something like that. I'd assume that's the case. Yeah, I believe okay. so. Okay. Yeah. So look that up. Yeah. I know Sandy Moreau did a interview with Elon. I'm about halfway through it. So I need to, <laughs> <laughs> need to read up on that some more and, and learn more about it. For sure. Yeah, I know I need to do more research on that too. Get a better understanding of it. Um. So yeah, let's do you want to talk about uh, Cybertruck accessories really fast? Just yeah, to wrap let's up the do episode? it. Yeah, we can wrap up with that. Some fun stuff we liked or um, anything in particular you wanted to start with or that stood out to you? Um, I think the one that stood out to me the most was the base camp tent system. I figured. Um, yeah. yeah, the thing that okay. I, I saw the the you know the leaks from the source code and I was really yeah. hoping that this was gonna be some type of metal enclosure. Oh, type like tent. a metal shell like that pops it, up something. over it. Yeah. yeah. And then I like I, I was looking, I'm like three thousand dollars for I, I mean like I, I don't I I need to see it in action to to yeah. justify that price. Right. And I was like, this looks just like a soft shell tent. And like there's right. something about like an air pump that I can't really figure out how that works. Um, but, but this is exactly how I would use a cyber truck. Like I would use the trunk bed as a campsite, um, and, you know, utilize it like that. And, um, a lot of people have brought up because the rear window doesn't go down. So like, how is it going to be climate controlled compared to some other, you know, Tesla's with camp mode? Yep. Um, 
but it's just a cool feature. I just don't know if I can justify that price yet until I understand the product more. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I found that interesting, and I'm actually getting some some responses on a tweet I have from, gosh, two years ago, three years ago, maybe. Wow. Um, it's one of my only Elon replies on Twitter now X, um, <laughs> where I had like a, a feature feature request thread on there, and I had basically after I got my model three, I'm like, here's all of my feedback on it. Like, here's a new feature you could add. Here's a tweak I would make like just this big long thread. It's pretty much dead now. I don't really add anything to it anymore. Um, but one of the responses to it was, Hey, Elon, will the Cybertruck have the ability to pump HVAC from the cabin into a tent connected to the bed? Like, will there be able to, will there be a feed through there? And Elon replied and said yes to this reply to my thread. So <laughs> I'm getting notified about like random responses to this. And it appears that to your point, it doesn't look like that window moves or there is any way to pump AC or heat or whatever into this area. So I'm hoping that's not the case. And there's some way to, I mean, that's the whole point of having camp mode is having your car keep you warm or keep your cool, like all yeah. this stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Because well, it just I, I says screen you... windows allow for airflow. So it's like, well, that's yeah. not the vehicle. Yeah. That's know. where I'm like, for $3,000, I would just go to Costco and just, st- you know, stick a tent in there, shove it in the yeah. truck bed. No, <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah. We're just yeah. next to it, honestly. I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. And then just keep all your food in the vault. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't know. I, that, to me, that was one of the cooler features that they yeah. showed. I, I, I personally... Um, think the the cooler accessories are from unplugged performance just like some of their their accessories that they've announced um but i want to hear what you think of some of the tesla's accessories yeah i need to look at unplugged stuff because they're doing like almost full upfitting for some of that stuff right yeah yeah um so cool that'll be neat yeah mine is probably a little bit more boring i did like the base camp thing because it just looks super futuristic uh like if I were buying it today, some of the accessories I would get would probably be some of these vault accessories because mm-hmm. I'm just a sucker for modular things. And I love how modular like the setup is there <laughs> where you can basically install these kind of wherever and it just all fits in really nicely. So I think some of the like even these small things like these little hooks or like little L L track cleats, like all of these things I think are just super neat. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and they're cheap too so maybe that's uh-huh. that's why i like them <laughs> but but yeah just some small stuff like that if you are tying things down or you just have things in the bed i think that's a that's a fun uh fun thing there oh for sure so yeah pretty boring i, I feel <laughs> no i mean i i i agree i mean like the, the it's a truck at the end of the day you yeah know? yeah um but it needs to be functional and it needs right. to have the practicality of a truck right. um I, I just love the idea of creating something like post-apocalyptic and, you know, like outfitting it with these massive off-roading tires and yeah. you know, doing all these like <laughs> the Molly panels and, and stuff yeah. like that. Um, the one, the one really cool thing that Unplugged Performance did is they have an accessory where you can mount a Starlink satellite like dish. I did see that. So, yeah. Which I think is so cool. I mean. Are they, um, is that on their website? I could pull it up real quick just so people it know, should which, be. know what we're looking yeah. at. I don't know what the price is but i just i really like what unplugged performance has done for aftermarket tesla products yep um for sure but i'm hoping 
we'll see a cyber truck in person someday right yeah they got a lift kit they got a trailer hitch deal invincible underbody yeah they got all kinds of i love those wheels the cyber hex that's cool yeah yeah those are really cool that's neat (laughs) wow yeah unplugged does some really cool stuff they're definitely who i'd go with if i did any actual mods to my model (laughs) three yeah (laughs) but is this what you're talking about here the starlink mount Mm mm-hmm yeah, that's it's pretty just, neat. It's so cool. Yeah, I, I'm excited about the Cybertruck. I mean, like, I, I know a lot of people are disappointed in the specs for, like, the price, which, I mean, I, I fully understand. It's, yeah. it's, it's tough, but, like, the thing is, is that it does compete directly with a lot of trucks out there. Yeah. You know, uh, it competes directly with the Lightning. Obviously, you know, you can get a, a much cheaper version of the lightning i don't want to say affordable because things are so expensive (laughs) right yeah um but you can still get into a uh, lightning at a much lower price point right um right but i mean i think it's each their own i mean the cyber truck is a really cool product and i think it is going to start pushing designers to do more um risky things uh with cars which i think is a good thing i mean cars are kind of boring (laughs) yeah (laughs) so (laughs) that's fair Yeah. yeah Well, some of them, I think, some of them are cool. Right. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I think the, this is all going to level out. I think like a lot of other Tesla products, there's all this backlash like up front. And then, I mean, the Cybertruck is a unique vehicle to begin with, right? Like I'd love to see Tesla make a regular truck, but I don't think they are. Honestly, it sounds like their next vehicle is going to be a very affordable, like mm-hmm. cheaper than model three commuter type vehicle that just makes an EV a no brainer for most people. So I'm excited, I think for, for that vehicle to be announced, but there's now we've got three or four options in the electric truck market. I think the top three yep. are the, the cyber truck, the, the lightning and the Rivian. Um, I honestly, I think I would still be between a, a lightning and a Rivian just cause you've got the more traditional look to it. I like the, uh, I think like if I were going to buy one, I think I would buy a Rivian over a lightning, but if you're a more traditional truck person and you like the way the F-150 is, then that's a pretty easy choice too. So mm-hmm. just, a, I think it's all different trucks for different kind of people too. So I think it's all going to kind of settle out <laughs> if you will. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, the hype is, the hype is hyping right now. I'm yeah. just going to say it that way. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So I, I think once that kind of, dies down a little bit i think people will just move on to the next thing to talk about Definitely. um which is how our society works but um right. yeah no but i i agree with you i think if i had to choose between the three i think i would start with a rivian and then the cyber truck and then a lightning just based on my you know preferences for aesthetics yeah definitely. Um, but they're all amazing vehicles i mean so like and they each offer something unique so yeah yeah which is sure. good we need more more options right yeah, the other thing I like about the Rivian is it's a much more, I guess, le- it's a less unwieldy truck than the Lightning is, and I'd imagine the Cybertruck is, just size-wise. Like, Rivian is just a good-sized truck, I think. Like, mm-hmm. it's still a truck, but it's not this massive, crazy vehicle um, compared to some of the other trucks I've seen out there where I like can't see over the bumper. (laughs) So (laughs) that's, uh, that's probably why I like that one the most right now, but 
yeah, I think the Cybertruck, if I were building a, uh, to your point, post-apocalyptic vehicle and want all the Tesla features and stuff like that, that's the one to get. Mm -hmm. So, For yeah. sure. Yeah. I just, I, I keep imagining that trip that Tyler and I just did in, in September in a cyber truck. Yeah. So my, I, yeah, I just keep picturing myself driving up to like Alaska and something like that. So like I'm, <laughs> I'm manifesting those vibes regardless of what it is. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Get out of the leaf. Um, <laughs> so. All right. Cool. Well, well anything I want, else? I want to know, you know, you're, you're, your thoughts on the cyber truck whoever Mine? You know, is listening well no well, i'm trying to think oh. of the best way to say that <laughs> the, i don't want to say you guys is because that just that's not correct um so i would love to hear what the listeners there we go think of the the cyber truck and um what what you would go with you know if you had to choose between some of the new electric uh pickup trucks that are on the market and that are coming to the market so definitely well, let us know all right that'll do it for this cool. week we'll talk to you uh next episode